ESPN 94.1 FM at AM 930. The Drive. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Local then, local now. Member FDIC. It is Wednesday, November 4th. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. You can join the program by calling the Miller Lite phone lines at 877-420-TALK. That's 877-420-8255. Miller Lite, hold true. Great taste. We've got only 96 calories in the Miller Lite. That's why it's the original light beer. Coming up on the program, Tony Kemper is going to join me here in a little bit. We're going to talk about the Marshall women's basketball team. More importantly, we're going to talk about what came out today and Savannah Wheeler named to the preseason all-conference USA team. So that comes out today. So a good reason to have Coach Kemper on to talk a little bit about the schedule, talk about the women's basketball team, and of course, more importantly, talk about Savannah Wheeler. So that's what's coming up today. Also, uh, we have time. We're going to try to get into uh, a couple of player interviews. We've got Jalen McLean Sapp to get to, and we've got Sheldon Evans. We're going to try to get to those. Also, as I mentioned, your phone call, so looking forward to that. we got a lot to get into today, and we'll start with football because Conference USA came out with the, as they call the rescheduling of seven football games that were postponed earlier this season due to COVID-19-related issues. All seven games are going to be played during the first two weeks of December. So FIU at Charlotte on Saturday, December 5th. Southern Miss at UTEP. Rice at Marshall. No time yet on that one as far as I understand. Then on Thursday, December 10th, it's going to be Florida Atlantic at Southern Miss. Friday, December 11th, Thundering Herd playing a Friday game at FIU. And then on Saturday, December 12th, it's going to be UAB at Rice and then North Texas at UTEP. Then you've got the championship game, and that's going to be on Friday, December 18th. I've already got the herd penned in. Uh, no pencil, pen. So hopefully they don't let me down there. But I've got them penned in for that championship game. And the way things are going, I've got them playing host in that championship game. 7 o'clock will be kick. I'm telling you right now, it's just going to happen. Write it down. I said so. Write it down. December 18th. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But I'm writing it down right now. Herd playing in the championship game at Jones C. Edwards Stadium on Friday, December 18th. I probably just jinxed it. I probably just jinxed the whole thing. So if it doesn't come to ha- pass, yeah, it's on me. FIU, though, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen with FIU because UTEP's got a game with FIU that was set for Saturday in the Sun Bowl. That's canceled because FIU officials announced And they did this yesterday, so we didn't have a chance to talk about it. Third straight game that has been postponed or canceled due to COVID-19. And in the press release, FIU said, in an abundance of caution due to the number of healthy scholarship football student-athletes available for the game and to assure a sufficient number moving forward, we regret to announce that we will not be playing the football game this weekend. So it doesn't sound like this is going to be made up. And this came out yesterday. Of course, again, you've got the schedule that comes out here today. Southern Miss at UTEP on the 5th and North Texas at UTEP on the 12th. So I don't see any avenue to make this one up. But UTEP's missed three 
home games now canceled or postponed due to COVID-19. That's the challenge here in this new dynamic that we're all working with here. Fortunately for Marshall, the games, for the most part, can be made up, the conference games. And we've talked about this before. you got to make those conference games up. I know a lot of Herd fans wanted that ECU game. A lot of Herd fans wanted that, and I get it. I completely understand. But at the same time, got to get those conference games in. And so you've got the game on Saturday, and then you got the follow-up game on Friday, and then more than likely, if all goes well, you're playing in the Conference USA Championship game. And if you can stay perfect, you're going to play host to that game, and that's what the Thundering Herd is looking to do here. So that's what the football schedule looks like. But again, FIU, I mean, will FIU make it? Will FIU, I mean, we're talking a month here away, but will FIU make it? Will any of these teams make it? Luckily for the Herd, Thundering Herd has been very fortunate on how the team, how the university, how the athletic department has been handling this situation. And so we're going to get these made-up games, or these make-up games. We're going to get them made up. Hopefully nothing else drops off the schedule because, again, we're flying by the seat of our pants here with these schedules and these make-up games. Now, you probably have seen social media, and hopefully we're going to get an official release soon, but the conference side of basketball, the schedule is going to be a little bit different. I'm still waiting on that non-conference schedule, and I've seen the social media tweets. I've seen some of the, um, the national reporters reporting there's going to be a game the day before Thanksgiving and the day after, and I, I know that's probably going to happen. Again, it's not official until Marshall says it's official, but wink, wink, it's going to happen unless um, they just come out with that schedule and say no. The conference schedule is going to change a little bit. Now going to a... Friday, Saturday schedule, and the reason here is going to be travel. Travel's the big reason, and not just the travel aspect of this, but the cost of travel because you're going to have to stay an extra day. You get here, you play the game on Thursday, then you got to stay on Friday, and then you play again on Saturday. So now uh, this is going to come out sooner than later, the conference schedule. It's going to change a little bit, and if, if I've done my math correctly and I reserve the right to be wrong, I reserve that right a lot because this thing is so fluid right now. But Marshall set to play Louisiana Tech December 31st and on January 2nd. So you go with this new format. Uh, it's going to be New Year's Day, January 1st, herd basketball in conference, and then January 2nd. Same thing with the home slate, the first one. It would be January 8th and 9th instead of that 7th and 9th split with Charlotte, and you can go down the list. Now, I don't anticipate Western Kentucky to change. That's the home and away. I don't see that changing. But we'll get this hopefully official sooner than later, and when it does come out, we can match up dates. But as far as the non-conference stuff is concerned, I know the Thundering Herd basketball team's on pause right now. Uh, I'm anticipating that they're going to come out of this and they're going to go right into playing a couple of games. This thing is in pencil right now because if you ink this thing up, you're just going to have to write it all over again. So it's in pencil so you can erase things right now. And it's going to change before we uh, get to uh, actual basketball games. Tony Kemper, he's coming up next. Uh, i got to get him on quick so we can get him off the air before practice. I promised him that because he's got to go and get his team ready 
because he has got a preseason all-conference USA team member to get prepared. And Savannah Wheeler will talk about Marshall women's basketball with Tony Kemper. Heard football coming up later on as well here on today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Guests with Paul Swan appear via the Miller Lite phone lines. Conference USA announcing the preseason all-conference USA team today, and uh, Savannah Wheeler makes the list. So a perfect reason to welcome back to the program the head coach of the Marshall women's basketball team, Tony Kemper. And uh, Savannah, of course, uh, deserving of that honor, and I'm sure you're expecting a lot out of her. Uh, She's just got to be excited to um, be this close to playing basketball again because when you get these things come out, um, that means you're getting close to play some games. No question, no question. And she really likes to play. I mean, anybody that obviously she she's kind of a local legend around here. If you know much about you know Kentucky basketball in this area, and um, it, it you don't have to watch Savannah very long to know she really loves to play basketball. So she uh, she doesn't really. She's kind of one of those. Doesn't matter where you want to go play. I'm ready to go play. So um, su- super proud of her. Well deserved. Um, you know, she gave a lot of people fits last year, and. Um, you know, a, a lot of that goes to her energy level and how hard she practices and how much she works on her game outside of our practices. And, um, you know, she's an electric little player and we're, uh, we're dang happy that she's wearing green. And, um, you know, I think at the same time, I think she's, she wants to take a step forward. Um, I want her to take a step forward and, um, you know, she's working hard as, you know, in this, as well as we can in this, scenario and situation that we're in to try to make her a better player. She um, she started off with a bang, didn't she? Um, I mean, great start to her career. I mean, she she really set the, the, the bar high for herself already. Yeah, she did. I mean, it, you know, and it, it kind of goes back to the first game here. We, you know, she, she made huge three in the last minute of the game against Norfolk State to kind of ice it for us and that was you know that's the first time she she had a Marshall jersey on so she kind of started with the bang and you know I, I think her I think any young player when they get to this level I think the toughest thing is the consistency of you know the quality of opponents that you play and I think that's the biggest thing for her is um, you know trying to level off the ups and downs when you get into conference play and you know eventually everybody begins to know what you do well and they try to take that away um you know, they can send multiple athletic defenders at her all game and hang on her, beat her up, you know, different things like that. And, um, you know, I, I thought she withstood that last year, uh, but that's probably, you know, to, to not not necessarily hold serve, but go ahead and continue to win those matchups throughout the game and throughout, you know, Thursday, I guess it's Friday, Saturday, Friday, Saturday, it looks like now, um, throughout the year. I mean, I think that's the next step for her as a, um, you know, going from um, in, in the number, in the mix for one of the better players in the league to absolutely she's one of the best, you know, three, four, five players in the league. We'll talk about that conference schedule in a second, but uh, with her progress, uh, has it been hampered any with the, the way the season ended and how everything's progressed to this point? Or you know, has she been working out individually and really hasn't lost a step? 
I mean, what's her progress look like? Yeah, I mean, she, she's like everybody we've got. I mean, she, you know, she's going to, I think generally we're all, we, you know, it's a little start, stop, start, stop. And you can't, it's harder to be in the gym away from practices and things like that. Just That's just the way 2020 is. So, you know, I don't look at her and think she's behind in any fashion. But this year has been difficult to do those kind of things. You know, we, we really, and I've talked about this before, that's probably the biggest thing for me in this year is we very much come here kind of individually we practice as a group and then we leave and we go be individuals so um you know just living in the gym up here living in the henderson center has been difficult this year but she's she's ready to go she's she's a great athlete so um, it doesn't take her very long to be in shape and um you know she doesn't have to work super hard to have that shot go in and different things like that but um you know that's i guess the struggle of the COVID season that she's going through in terms of rhythm with shooting and different things like that. That's the same across the board for our team, men's team, you know, and the, and the teams down the road, quite frankly. Okay. Now that she's uh, not a freshman anymore. Now she's a, a sophomore. She, she's moving up. Uh, can we officially just call her four wheeler now? I mean, there, I mean, can we do it? I mean, the, 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 you've got it right there on, on her Jersey four four wheeler. Can we just do that? Well, I think that uh, I think that when she first heard that, she didn't like it, and I, it's a it's a term of endearment when I say, you know, I, I ask her all the time, "What's a four wheeler?" And uh, I'm sure glad that that that's our ATV and not somebody else. I'll tell you that. So I, I'd love to see that, you know, four wheeler out there running around. So there you go. We could call her ATV. I mean, I don't know if she'd like that any better. I think four wheeler's fine. I'm just saying, I, I'm glad that that. You know, we've got some off-road vehicles in here. No, I'm with you, but I, I like ATV. I like that. I mean, because, you know, I mean, four-wheeler is so easy. I mean, that's that's just – it's set up so easy. I mean, this this might have a little creativity to it. There you go. Well, four-wheeler is set up easy. I can't – I think Ohio – the Ohio Bobcat pet band is who discovered that, you know, on our jersey. So, we, we've got our it, – it's unique for us because we have our names underneath our numbers. So, if it wasn't – uh if it wasn't that way, it wouldn't have been quite as easy for them. And I'm not sure they would have figured it out, quite frankly. No, they're 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 quite clever. I give them credit. They're a very clever. <laughs> very clever. Tony Kemper's with me. Coming out uh, today, Savannah Wheeler named to the preseason All-Conference USA team. Um, we're going to get a non-conference schedule soon, I hope. The conference schedule is out, but um, as you alluded to, there's going to be probably a tweak to it. And um, you're playing in the NBA now. A little bit here, going back to back. Yeah, I mean, I, I think the and this is how things change. I think the last time we were, last time we talked, I think we were simply talking about, you know, the change to just playing back to back Thursday Saturday swings at the same school. And now we're talking. Um, I don't know that it's official yet, but there's definitely a lot of momentum for Friday Saturdays in basketball, and so. I, you know, I think it, it comes down to the last thing I said the last time I was in here, which is, you know, we're, we're trying to play games and we're trying to look at the, the rules that we have to do in terms of testing and making sure we're safe to do it. And I guess if uh, if this is the way they've come up with that, that helps us with that, then I'm all for it. And, um, you know, I, th- I think that's been something that's been good about coaches probably across the country. Honestly, I think we're we're very much on the same page in terms of what the goal is, which is let's try to get um, 
as good a season as we can for our student athletes and give them as good of experience as we can get in. So, um, it'll be weird. Uh, it'll be odd. Um, but, uh, but that's the way this year is. So we, we gotta buckle up and figure out how to get it done. These, these student athletes are, are used to playing back to back games. They do it in the tournament and they will have that. They will encounter that, but, on a, a weekly basis, playing a back-to-back game and then getting back home, or if you're home, it's all good. Uh, any concern there, or it, it, they can handle it, right? I mean, I'm, they're they're young, they're um, they're used to it. I mean, they're gonna they're gonna play back-to-back games, uh, depending on when these games are gonna be played. Uh, you know, any concern there on your part, or you know, was that yeah, I mean, considered? I, I don't think. I, I think that. Uh... I think it's safe and stuff like that. I mean, you're right. They, they play back-to-back-to-back-to-back in the AAU, you know, which obviously the the level of athleticism, that kind of stuff is different. But they, they are used to playing multiple games kind of smashed together. For our upperclassmen, it hasn't happened that much. You know, tournaments and things like that, which, um, you know, the postseason tournament every year is that way. Um, and then, you know, we may go to one once in-season tournaments is that way. But they're, you know, I think they'll adapt quickly to it. Um, you know, you just won't have, I think shoot-arounds will be different. <laughs> you know, you probably won't have a lot of shoot-arounds. So you'll probably have to reload the same type of game plan many, many times. You'll just have to do it better. Um, you know, so I, I think they'll adjust. And I think they've done a great job of adjusting to all the different things we're asking them to do right now. So this is just another one on top. And I think if they're getting a play, what I've seen in our gym, they're, they're going to be excited to find a way to, to do it no matter what. Is it a challenge then more on you trying to make sure that whatever worked the first night is going to work again or you're going to have to completely change that? You know, how do you approach it as a tactician and as a coach? Yeah, I think that's a great question. Um, you know, I, I think that uh, obviously when you have to be pretty wiggly in basketball, in, in any sport, you know, you, you've got to be – you. Uh, You've got a plan, and sometimes the first time you get hit in the mouth, your plan kind of goes goes away pretty quick, and you've got to come up with another one. But um, we spend a lot of time to try to decide what we think is the best way to do it. And so I, I think that that's, you know, I certainly hope that our Friday plan works really well and we can run it right back and do it again on Saturday. But I do think that's an interesting um, question that, you know, over the next month or so we, we need to develop, which is, and what's the best? You, you try to find two kind of different ways to play so that they can't have rhythm in playing you. You sort of pick one on one night and the other on the other night. Um, you know, we're working through that, honestly, right now. And um, some of that is getting used to your new team and what they do well and what they don't do so well. And, um, you know, we haven't pressed a lot. Maybe I'll find out this group is good at pressing, you know, and, and different things like that. And, you know, you don't really know that stuff till you start getting you know, really into games and see how they react when the lights are on. Also, it gives you an opportunity if something didn't work the first night, you can just throw something completely different out the next night. Yeah, yeah, it's hard. It'll be hard to get it in, you know, because you won't have a lot of time. You basically have film and maybe a short walkthrough. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, I think having multiple tools in the bag of tricks, so to speak, I think will be important. Non-conference schedule going to come out soon, and, and you've alluded to some games. Uh, anything you can hint at or tease the fans? Well, I think the one that you know that was on there that's probably still you know, we're probably going to make our make our way down to Lexington. I think I think we're going to get that one done, and that you know, that 
that game will be one that we got Kristen Mayo, we've got Savannah Wheeler from over there. They'll they'll be excited about that. And so, uh, you know, th- this year there's there's so many things that are just different, and um, you know, it looks like that's going to happen. Uh, we're just trying to get everything else in line before we announce it all, and uh, that's slow going. You know, I mean, you're you're having to ask questions about things that. Um, six months ago we never dreamed of, you know, and making sure you're on the same page athletic department wide about um, testing protocols and different things like that. It just kind of slows down, you know, kind of grinds, kind of, you have a verbal agreement and then it, it goes to the lawyers, Paul, and then it takes a while after that, if you know what I mean. I don't want to hear about lawyers right now. Uh, that, this is, <laughs> this fair. is not that show. No, Absolutely no, that's fair. a, that's another show. That's another uh, that's another form of talk radio. That's another form of no, TV. Of you know, we're we're not talking lawyers here. None of that. I'm not. I'm staying away from it too. Staying away from it too. Yeah, because what everyone doesn't know is I texted you this morning and said, "Hey, you want to be on the show to talk politics?" And uh, I'm sure you had to read the whole text before you responded. Well, there's a reason why I didn't respond for a while. I, I had just read the first couple lines and I had to put that away for a while. You know, there's, there's <laughs> Smart. No there's no way I want to even begin to to delve into that but hopefully we come to some kind of agreement man that's what we need some kind of agreement i voted for you i don't know if you knew that i voted for you (laughs) every vote matters right yeah every 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 race i'm like tony kemper just write write it in tony kemper well i got plenty to do i'll tell you that Tony Kemper joins us. Uh, you're going to do practice here in a few minutes. Uh, and this is uh, going to be rare for us. Yeah, we usually go 20, 30 minutes on the show. We can't do that today. you got to actually go out there. And I don't want to be the reason why something to get installed today. Well, we're we're uh, up, in, they're up in the weight room right now, but I expect their smiling face at any moment. We'll, we'll get going and try to get a little better. You're listening to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Welcome back to today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Special thanks to Tony Kemper. We appreciate him joining us on the program, and we move ahead now. We're going to talk a little herd football with Thundering Herd in action on Saturday. Everything seems to be going well there. Don't have to worry about a postponement. And getting ready for the game is sort of a, a different proposition this week. Last week, the herd's getting ready for FIU, and then we find out no game. So you got to store all of that, put it aside, keep those notes, put it aside, and you got to start getting ready for UMass. And that's kind of where we start talking to Jalen McLean Sapp. Let's get his thoughts on, I guess the best way to describe it is just, hey, it's 2020. Uh, talk about how you had to adjust. Yeah, we we've been talking about last week. You know, you're getting ready for FIU, and then you got to stop and you got to transition on to, to UMass. Just what's that transition like? I mean, if you're you're getting ready, your midweek preparation, and then you're you're just flipping the page all of a sudden. Yeah, uh, we was told at the beginning of the season where uh, there's going to be a lot of uh, changes throughout the week, and um, this happened to be this week that it was a change that. In the middle of the week, we're getting prepared for FIU, and all of a sudden, we walk in here, we're getting prepared for you, man. And that's where we're at right now. You've had a few extra days to get ready for them. Um, what do you know? I know you got limited film on them, but uh, what uh, what can you tell us about them? 
Well, as of right now, they played one game against a Georgia Southern team who who looked good on film, which they also look good on film. I feel like uh, they look they got like a lot of size and a lot of uh, good players like on film. So can't wait to get out there uh, coming up this Saturday. Is a lot of it on Saturday going to be you know being able to adapt and adjust, knowing that uh, they might throw some wrinkles in there, and you really don't have much of a body of work to focus on. Well, well, being 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 ranked this year, we already know any opponent that we play is going to uh, try us in any type of way, in shape, or form. So we just got to go back to playing our technique and uh, good eyes, good feet, and. Um, just come, just, just keep keep going as a team right now. Dylan, I know it's been a while since, uh, you know, and I, I was trying to think back. It always seems like it goes four non-conference games and then the rest of the season's conference. It seems like it's how it's been set up at Marshall for years. What's it like to jump? Uh, you know, you're doing some conference games and then you jump out of conference. How how do you all keep that mentality the same and, and not lose your momentum there? Uh, well, well, just we just take every game the same. I feel like non-conference or conference, all we know is right now is an uh, opponent as UMass are coming here, conference or non-conference, they're coming here trying their best to win versus us. So we're just taking it as an, another game to uh, to get better. you all still keep that in the back of your mind? It's like, hey, you know, there's so many games that are falling each week, it, it seems like, and, and Conference USA has been like that a lot. Is it is it one of those deals where you all don't take any game for granted just because you remember a couple months ago that it looked like there wasn't going to be a season? Yeah, just starting back from the beginning, because Doc told us this season was going to have a lot of up and downs. And um, as, as you guys can see, we've been having a lot of up and downs as in uh, games being played right now. But we don't let that dwell on, dwell on, on us. We just come to work every day and hope that we get to play on Saturday. We treat every day like we're going to play on Saturday. How would, you, a, say, how would you say you guys – go ahead, Grant. It's okay. No, I said go ahead, buddy. I was just going to say, how do you guys go about uh, getting in the mindset of, you know, waking up every day and, and – not kind of looking at the schedule then just going about your business and trying to just stay focused when you have all this around you and, and you're playing teams that you might not be familiar with and just, just kind of looking big picture. How, I mean, isn't this just wild how like every week it's another story? Well, this all, like, like I keep saying, this all started back way in um, at Matt drills. We uh, we set a goal for this team saying that we're, we're trying to, we're, we're going to win. We're going to win the conference and we're going to, um, Try our best every single game, and right now, that, 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 that's what what y'all are seeing right now. Just a a locked in couple group of guys right now, who who who's not who's not who's not uh complacent. They who want to get better every single game, every single practice, every single rep. What do you feel like from the defensive standpoint? You all have been top five nationally in several categories all season long. What do you all feel like you all can improve on at this point of the year, though? Uh, I think I think we can always get better and uh just just I don't know uh, <laughs> I think we always can get better. I mean, uh, we 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 have mistakes. We're not perfect. We're not robots out there. We're human, so it's always things we can fix. So as of right now, I uh, 
I just I just say we just probably just need to just work on just the little things like 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 Coach Doc tell us is uh, start with the little things. So that's the main thing I, I say we need to focus on, just the little things. How much better do you think uh, this team can be? The ceiling is high. Ceiling is high. Uh, I'm just I'm just so proud of all our guys right now. I'm just proud of every every single last unit from the special teams to the offense to the defense. I'm just so proud of being uh being a part of something so special. The ceiling is really high. You mentioned that special teams and Doc prides himself on that stuff. And UMass had a couple issues with special teams last week. How how eager it seems like you all have gotten close to a pump block or a kickoff return for a touchdown. It, it seems like a punt return with with Talik. Seems like you all been right there in that special teams department. How much do you all want to see a, a score from that unit there and and uh, one of those big momentum changing plays on special teams? Well, as you know, we take special teams very seriously here. We're 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 working on special teams just like we're working on offense, working on defense. It starts there at practice every single day. We start on special teams every single day. We know how important it is, and we know we know players like Talit and such and such is going to um going to make make the big time play very soon. So, but yeah, special teams is is definitely the number one thing we take pride in. That's Jalen McLean Sapp. We appreciate his thoughts. Uh, we're going to try to get to Sheldon Evans when we continue with today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Now, back to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank, this is the Wednesday, November 4th edition, The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Before we call the night, I promised you we'd have Sheldon Evans, and we're going to do that. Again, same question, starting out, just kind of getting Sheldon's uh, point of view as far as getting ready for FIU and then leading into this week's game. Here's Sheldon Evans from earlier this week. Sheldon, if you, if you would, just talk a little bit. You know, last week we're, we're, we're all getting ready to talk about FIU, and then all of a sudden we're, we're not talking about them, and you guys got a few extra days to get ready for uh, UMass. Um, what was that like for you, and um, you know, what can you tell us about UMass? Now you've had some extra time, I guess. Uh, I mean, uh, I mean that's just how 2020 been all year. You know, it's just a uh, change, you know what I mean? I, and that's what we have been, you know, how to adapt to all uh, you know, this whole season. So it really wasn't hard, you know what I mean? Got a got a little break and then was was able to pick back up and, you know, start practicing and, and get on UMass. So uh, you know, it we really handled handled the situation well. You know what I mean? Like I said, it's everything's been getting counseled or, you know, sudden change has been happening. So we've just been adapting to it and, you know, just trying to move forward. What can you tell us about? I mean, I know you got one game on them, but um, you know, what have you guys been focusing on, or, or what do you know about them through your limited study? Uh, I mean, like you said, it, those guys only play one game, and uh, we go into every game. I mean, don't don't get me wrong, we always studying our opponent, but you know, basically, we worry about ourselves, worry about what we can do, how we can get better every week. You know what I mean? So I believe, as long as we are able to worry about what how how we're handling things. You know, the sky's the limit. And like I say, those guys only play one game. Good, uh, you know, from, you know, what we've been looking at, good team. We just got to go out and handle business. And has that really been helpful, you know, maybe more so the fact that 
as a team, you've had to go out there, adjust, you know, probably, you know, be a little bit more, uh, you know, adaptive, you know, on the fly. Has that really helped uh, strengthen this team? Uh, yeah, I, I believe so. You know, you know, it's just like, you know, playing that first game of the season. You really not, you're not knowing what you're going to get out of, you know, both teams. You just got to adapt, let, you know, going forward within the game. And, you know, that's, that's just how I've been with, you know, with this season is just, having to adapt to, you know, different things. So just see how it all plays out. Sheldon, for you all, I know that, you know, UMass has that one game on film, but they went against a team that might have one of the most unique offenses to to have to defend in uh, the NCAA with Georgia Southern, how they do that that gun uh, gun pass option, that sort of a pistol hybrid type look. Is there anything that you all can really take from that film? And is it almost like, you know, you're going against a team that you can't see on defense just so, just because the way that they had to defend you, uh, UMass had to defend Georgia Southern? Yeah. Uh, I mean, like I say, not not really. Uh, just, just we know what we can do. You know what I mean? We, we know what we do best. So we're just going to come out with that and we just make them adjust. You know what I mean? So it's, it's just do what we do best. And then, you know, from there, from there on out, it's just everything else is going to handle itself. Yeah, being, one, being one of the leaders of the team, too, you know, you all are going from conference play, you're fixated on a CUSA title, and now you jump out of conference against an opponent that, you know, on paper it looks like, uh, you know, a team that you all should beat. How how mentally do you all go about this week, making sure you stay right and, uh, and don't have any slip-ups, you, you know, among yourselves to really uh, lead back in a conference play next week. Yeah, like I always tell the guys when I'm able, you know, to, to talk to them, I just tell them, you know, the mindset doesn't change. Whoever steps in front of us, they're in the way of, you know, of of our, our goal that we set forward coming back. So, you know, as long as we keep that mentality, you know, every game is just going to be like, you know, just that game, that that, that championship game, that championship mindset. It's, that's just – how we go forward with every game. So as long as we keep that mindset, you know, sky's the limit. Uh, Coach told us yesterday that um, he often tells you guys that there's weeks in college football, practically every week where someone gets beat that shouldn't. How, how often do you hear that phrase around the building? Uh, yeah, he y'all says that he, he says that a lot. And I mean, he is right. You know, it's a lot of people that's, that's ranked or, you know, supposed to be the, you know, the best team is just, you know, they just come in and get beat. What probably wasn't well prepared or, you know, I'm saying just not having that mindset and just, you know, we just can't forget that not having that, you know, just can't forget that what our goal is, you know what I mean? Keep the, you know, foot on the gas and just keep moving forward and getting better every week. So. How do you go about avoiding what what some might call a trap game? You know, you guys heavy favorites here. They've only played one game. You're undefeated. How do you, how do you kind of avoid that? From uh, I I really want to call it a trap game. Just like I said before, as long as we come out and you know handle business like like we have been, you know, I don't feel like it, it's a it's a trap game. We just got to come out and just play our brand of you know martial football. Starting fast has been something that you all have done really well. It seems like all season long. How important is it just, you know, like you said, you did have uh, the week off last week, and, and it seems like you all are giving bye weeks every every couple of weeks sometimes. But 
you know, how do you come out fast and how do you keep that energy up on Saturday? Oh, uh, I mean, just coming off of, I mean, we, we know what we practice on. And like I said, we know what brand of football we play. So as long as we stick to that, man, we just, just keep that, that fast pace always going. You see a team that, you know, gave up 300 yards on the ground their last time out. You know, Georgia Southern hit them pretty good, gashed them pretty well throughout that game. You know, do you all start licking your chops a little bit, especially with the offensive line you got in front of you? Uh, like I said, we know what the, the Marshall football is all about. So, you know, I guess we see how that all plays out on Saturday. We're going to find out on Saturday, that's for sure. We'll have the game for you right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. And that's going to do it for this edition. Thanks to Tony Kemper. Appreciate him for joining me on the program. We will be back tomorrow. Do it all over again. Until then, enjoy the rest of your night.